With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, everybody. It's Chris here from the Gallagate Shots YouTube channel. Just to let you know, as always, this podcast is now part of the 90-Minute Football Network and proudly sponsored by www.pt-4-u.co.uk. Enjoy the episode. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel for yet another match preview. Um, but I was going to say, as you can see, you might not be able to see Roger right now because he's just a blurred out image like on a bad CCTV recording. But he's here with us. How are you, Roger? Uh, apparently my connection's unstable, which is probably some like of... Your life. <laughs> like my life at the moment so yes hi everybody if you can see us if i'm pixelated it probably benefits everybody uh, but yes i'm good thank you really good uh buzzing after the the game on sunday and uh excited to see the game tomorrow night so yeah good thank you yeah um also joined by scott and from ian who are now regulars of match previews i think used to have been in the last three or four now um and it's been a, a good run since we've been doing this these match previews, so we're going to stick with you two as well. Um, I'm going to come straight to you, Roger, because I haven't really spoke to you recently about Newcastle and all things football-related. How are you feeling right now as a Newcastle fan? Unlike your life, how you said it's a little bit unstable, just like your connection. <laughs> is Newcastle's Premier League status, <clears throat> is that stable? Yeah, I mean, our thoughts a game ago after the Wolves game I think we were, were safe after that game because <clears throat> very much like when the seasons we've gone down y- y- it's difficult to start winning games when you, you losing has been a habit for so much of the season you can't expect Burnley to turn around enough games to catch us they might turn around enough games to get out of where they're in and bring Everton in or a Leeds or whoever but 
Yeah, I mean, I, I've I never even I was listening to the the podcast you, you did the other day after the um, after the Leicester game, and a lot of it was like I think a lot of people after the Watford game were like, oh, worried and. But I've, I've honestly, since Howe's come in, I've never thought we'd get relegated. And I don't really think anyone will bold. go back and... I don't think anybody will go back and check um, extra time. But I really, I, at no point did I think, oh, we're knackered here. Like, mm. I think there was far too many games to play and we'd improved too much. So I felt reasonably confident ever since Howe's come in and... I'm just absolutely delighted we're in the position that we're in now and hopefully we can finish the season really strongly, you know, and maybe look for 11th, possibly 10th. I don't know if the mathematics can work out that way, but I'm absolutely cock-a-hoop, Bonnie lad. Cock-a-hoop. I'll come to you, Scott. I've done a, a preview for the <laughs> Norwich game, which is coming up just yesterday. I've done a preview, which is it's really hard doing a preview for a game, which is your second game coming up. Um, but obviously we're Norwich's next fixture. This is obviously just shooed in from um, the, the Crystal Palace game. And one of the questions which was thrown my way is now that Newcastle is almost mathematically safe in the Premier League, do you think it'll be holiday mode for the players now? Um, that's a really tough one to answer. I, I don't think how would allow it. I don't think how's the sort of player that would be like, right, uh, the sort of manager, sorry, that would be like, right, lads, good job. Put your feet up. I'll play the youngsters or, you know, I'll rest a few years. I mean, maybe, he's, you know, he won't be as inclined to use Kieran Trippier or Callum Wilson if they're yeah. fit because he's like, well, I'd rather you have the time off or, you know, work on your fitness for next season when we're going to need you. Um, you know, maybe one or two players might go missing. Uh, you know, and in terms of their performances, because they have been grafting, and maybe the intensity won't be there. But I certainly don't think we'll see a drastic change throughout the whole team. I think you know, if it's one or two, that'll get ironed out straight away. You know, they'll either be dropped the next game, they'll be subbed off, and how we'll just get it out of them for the game after. Um, obviously, there, there isn't that many games left to play for that. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think we'll see too much of it. Yeah, well, my response to that, Scott, was. <sighs> You've got quite equal measure now between the new lads that came in in January and the, the, the lads that have been at the club for God knows how long. And the reason I don't think I'll be holding mode for any of the, those players is because there's a lot of them playing for their future at Newcastle United. And I'll, I'll come to you, Ian. The, we heard from John Joe Shelby today. He, he said that he's not thick. He knows that the club are going to go places, but he wants to be a part of this project for as long as possible. So that's just an incentive for them to keep on playing until right at the end of the season. It is massive. Um, and I think I was saying in the, the group chat today, sort of if you looked at his, his performance against Spurs and when he got sent off, um, I, I said to my brother and my dad, I said he, he, if I was manager, he wouldn't play again for us just because his attitude. And, and it was obviously the first game under the new regime. You expected everyone to show what they can do. And, he got sent off within minutes of coming on, but he's probably again saying in the group chat, him. I think he's his improvement is a little bit has went a little bit more unnoticed simply because of Joe Linton's improvement. Yeah. But his his attitude, his um, his performances, and the consistency of his performances, you can quite clearly see that he's he's trying to prove a point. Um, and I, I thought the interview that he gave, the things that he was saying, absolutely spot on. Um, and that's what you want to see from your players. Mm. 
Yeah, that, we'll go and we'll jump straight into the, the upcoming fixture against Palace. It's it's another home game, Roger. Um, this will be our third um, home game on the bounce after that horrible run of fixtures which we had. We were playing away every single week. Um, looking for our sixth consecutive home win. That just sounds mental to say that. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's obviously been punctuated by those, like you say, those away games and it's probably crept up in a lot of people like thinking, God, Jesus, five home games. I mean, I don't remember the last time I won five home games. I'm sure I'm sure one of you will uh, be able to bring up that stuff. But like, well, it was the just... Record, it's Sir Bobby Robson, I think, that had the five consecutive home wins. And if Eddie right. Howe gets this one, I'm sure that, that breaks the record. I, I, Is that in the, that, that, I think it ties it in the Premier Bobby League. Robson. Ties with Bobby so, Robson, yeah. I think the last time I think it was March 2019, it might have been under Rafa. Um, right. I think that's when the last time, but if if we win tomorrow, um, it'll tie it with, with Bobby Robson. I think <laughs> he's the only manager that's done it, possibly. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, the three, the three games that we have, I mean, I probably would have took four points out of them realistically after that, after that away run, but to have be sitting on six already. And not have a lot of pressure on a game where it could have been, you know, there could have been a bit of a bit of a pressure pressure atmosphere for a lot of fans. But mm. I think going into the game, feeling relatively relaxed, being absolutely massively buoyed by the fact that we scored a last minute winner, which always motivates the team even more. And just coming back really quickly to uh, what you were saying about, you know, dropping standards and things like that. I think also. You know the fact that we have got some good professionals at the club, and I, you know, I just think there's not that hope anyway. That mentality, alongside the fact that Eddie Howe won't let it happen, hopefully, but I just think we have got a really good professional bunch. And I would like to see now that math, well, no, not mathematically safe, but I would like to see Dwight Gale have a game. I would like to see, you know, give him a little run and see what he can do because. You know he's not going to be here next year, and I know <clears throat> there's not really probably a, a lot of people won't want this the sentimental side of it to come into it. But he has done well for in the past, and I think it's an opportunity to give him a few games to give him a, hopefully to help him get a move as well at the end of the season. So I've totally forgot what your question was, but I'm just going to go back to it. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the game, and I think. We shouldn't underestimate Crystal Palace, although they'll have, you know they've come off the bat of a you know a really difficult defeat for themselves against Chelsea, but and they'll have Conor Gallagher back, who is a really good player in their midfield and the type of player really I think we should be looking to sign rather than mm. possibly get on loan next season. But he's you know he's the type of player that really can push a midfield on. He's got so much energy. He's got a bit of guile. He's got a bit of you know. He's got graft. He's got guile. He's got all of all of these really good ingredients for a good midfielder. So I would absolutely take a draw, even though I think I might have predicted <clears throat> a few weeks ago. Uh, oh no, I predicted a draw. So I'm going to stick with a draw. I think I'll take a draw. I love now. how you've got a row down from weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, man. lovely, we're not, lovely. We're not doing pretty. We're not doing too bad. We're on course for my. <laughs> I've, I predict we'll finish on 47 points. We're only 10 points away, so we'll take a draw. Well, you'd probably take 10 points from the, from the next run of fixtures. You really would until the end of the season. Of course, yeah. you, you're going to take 10, fixed, uh, 10 points from that. Um, <clears throat> Scott, 
it seems like every time we do one of these previews, we'll look at the opposition and we'll say to you, I think, no, it all depends which which side turns up. And we said it about Leicester, we said it against Wolves, and once again, we're going to say about Crystal Palace. They do have players in there that can hurt you. I know they they haven't been great away from home, Crystal Palace, and obviously coming to St. James's Park where Newcastle have, have been doing pretty well as of late. Um, turning St. James's Park into a fortress and that that's probably partly down to, to the atmosphere on the ground as well. So war flags and, and fans in the stadium as well because it's been loud in certain parts of that ground. Do you think Crystal Palace will be coming up here thinking this this isn't going to go our way? There's always that uh, doubt in the back of your mind, especially when your away form hasn't been great. Um, I think they've only won three away games all season. Um, so you know, especially also after that defeat against Chelsea at Wembley, the players will be a bit downhearted. They're probably looking for a bounce. You know, Vieira will probably want them to give their response to going out of the cup mm. in this game. So we might get that. Um, but like I say, St. James's Park is a completely different beast to what they would have saw last season when they came. And I think certain players, you can't get under the skin, like Wilfred Zaha, I think if he doesn't get his own way early on or you know, a decision doesn't go his way, he spits his dummy out and you see it throughout the entire game. And if the fans can get on his back early on, if that does happen, I think he takes him out of the game. I think he just mm. his, his mind goes. Um I do think, you know, obviously Palace do cause a massive threat and, and they are a team, you know, they're they're not in thirteenth for 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 nothing. They're they are a good side. They've had a few, you know, off and on uh, results. Of late, um, I think it's two draws, two wins, uh, and a defeat. So, you know, like you said, like we said against Wolves and against Leicester, it, it does depend on who turns up, and it's really hard to predict with Palace. They're one of those sides that you you don't expect them to be doing as well as maybe they do, and that's off the history. But the past couple of seasons, they've spent really well. They've brought in a good couple of youngsters, and they've got a good manager, um, and he's really got them playing a good song. So. You know, I'm 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 still confident of a win. Um, I don't think it'll be high scoring, but I, I think just cut off Palace's away form alone, I think they'll come here with a bit of nervousness, seeing the seeing the actual atmosphere that's been on the telly. Um, you know, hopefully War Flags have got a another display. I saw something <clears> on Twitter just before we went live, some some gold files. So we'll see what's going on there. Um, that should be pretty intimidating. And, and it all adds up, and I think that the crowd could play a big part in, in putting putting them off. Mm. Uh, Ian, I'm just looking at Leicester's last last game um, in, the, in the Premier League. They got beat 2-1 by Leicester, obviously, team who, who we've just got a decent result against. Um, you've got Zoho playing on, on the right-hand side. It's going to be a decent night, that, that battle between Zoho and Target, you would imagine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I think... Um... Target the last last two games has, has showed sort of um, the the target when when we first signed him. Um, his composure, he's he's class. He just he does the basics. Um, he, he's just a very well rounded Premier League player. Obviously had that little blip. Like saying that everyone had the blip against Spurs. Um, but yeah, I think I agree with with Scott. I think Zaha is one of them just like shit house <laughs> players that um, you'd probably love him if he played for for your club, but he's um, if you can wind him up, get under his well, skin. Well, De- De- Deco would love him. Mark wouldn't <laughs> love him. 
but yeah, if if he can if he can wind him up uh, to keep him quiet, but it will be a, an interesting battle. Um, I quite like that. Uh, Elise is it as well? Um, young, I think he's a young French lad. I think he's quite a quality player. Just looking at their midfield I, again. I know football's not played on paper, but they don't seem to have the quality of what the likes of uh, Wolves or Leicester have in their midfield. And I think we'll cope, for the most part, we'll cope quite well. Mm. Um, but then again, you, you talk about, rather than looking at the opposition, now nowadays we're looking at how well we're doing. And I think our, our midfield at the minute, especially Bruno with his two goals at the weekend, uh, Joe Linton just being a world-class uh, centre midfielder and then obviously Shelby putting in the performances. It's, it's not something I really worry about anymore. It's just a case of trying to get um, the best out of the likes of St Maximum and Chris Wood, things like that. That You just need those little tweaks in your game. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm fa- fairly confident with it, especially, like you say, it's a nighttime game at St James's. The crowd's always up for it. You're on a really good run of home results. Um Third game in a row where the crowd's probably smashed out their faces. To be yeah. fair, <laughs> wait, I'm I'm on a week holiday from work. I've got the little but he's uh, he's going to have a sleepover with his cousin, so uh, I'll probably be one of them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's um it, it's got the makings for a, a good atmosphere and hopefully another another three points. Mm. So Roger, um, you can get your little book back out there, mate. Your little notepad back out. Um, you can change your mind. But give us a score prediction for this one, mate. Um, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stick with a draw. I think it might be two two. I've got a feeling we're gonna get an Archbishop, Archbishop Desmond. Um, I, I I just think Palace are a good side. Like we've played three two good sides and we've beaten them. And I think it might. Is he gone? I think he's Take. gone. I think no, oh, he's back. He's back. He's back. Sorry, mate. Ah. You disappeared for a second there. You just froze at the moment. Oh, mate. I'm having a nightmare with me, uh, with me, with me connection. I do apologise. No, I think um, <clears throat> I'm going to go two-two. I hope. Hopefully, you might have got that bit before. Um, but I think Palace are they're a good side. Um, we've played two good sides and we've got two really excellent results. And I think just this one might be a bit of a stretch after the emotion and the. You know the feeling of Sunday, um, and also I think there's—I don't know whether Scott or Ian was talking about. You know, Palace are going to be off the bat of; they're going to be disappointed after theirs. Mm. Their their defeat, and they're going to be motivated. I think to to get a, to get a good result. I think Palace, it's all as a <clears throat> Palace fans will probably be looking at this game and thinking this this is, is could be a good real run starting from the Newcastle game because after ourselves they've got. Um, Leeds, Southampton, Watford, Villa, Everton, mm. then Man United twice. Um, by the looks of it, well, sorry, they've got Man United last game of the season, and it looks like they've got another one to fit in there as well. Um, right. they could probably be looking at that and thinking, We've got a decent opportunity here to go on a little bit of a run, yeah, yeah. I think, I think they would come and be happy with a draw, but I just think, like you were saying, like there are they do have players that are going to threaten you. You know, Zaha going forward, um, Gallagher going forward from midfield. Um, I just think they've got the play. I mean, although, like, the 13th and where are we 14th now? I think we'll so, like, wheel over. I think we'll leapfrog them if we if win. And, and by all accounts, they've had a really good season. So it just shows, mm. puts into context. I know everybody knows 
the context of where Newcastle have come from since Eddie Howe's come in. And, you know, it just really shows how an amazing job Eddie Howe's done to get us to a position where a team who, you know, supposedly have had a really good season, they've had a good FA Cup run, they've got a good manager and where potentially going to take over them so i think where if we look at our next games obviously we've got norwich at the weekend which mm. you know i think we should beat norwich but then we've got like liverpool city arsenal and burnley you know that the three games after that norwich game are we going to be looking to get many points from those games possibly not although i do think we're going to have a good could have a see in the, the title race i do well i did think that we're going to draw i think we're going to draw with liverpool and lose to man city and I think that could be, that would be ironic given that the Liverpool encounters in the past with Newcastle when we were mm. on a title charge, they kind of derailed us. So, And for that game against Liverpool, I think it was when uh, Fabinho got a free kick, there was never a free uh, kick. So yeah, we absolutely owe Liverpool. I know this isn't a Liverpool preview, so I'll shut up in a minute, but we absolutely owe Liverpool a game. We do mm. owe them a game. So... <clears throat> Yeah, I'm going to go 2-2. Two, 2-2, two. Two, two, Palace, Newcastle. Okay. I'm looking at the Premier League table there, just, just with you mentioned it there, Roger, and I'll, I'll come to you, Scott. Um, Newcastle sat on equal points with Crystal Palace right now. Crystal Palace do have a game in hand, mine because obviously uh, how far they went in the Cup. But that's a huge incentive for Eddie Howe the lads thinking, we, we can leapfrog these we, we can go three points ahead of these and depend on rest of the results yeah to, to be fair you're looking at top 10 <laughs> yeah i mean goal difference aside you'd probably say you'd get 11th if the results go away from everyone else um i think brighton they're on minus eight so we'd have to what, beat mm. palace what 10 nil to to get, to get equal to them so oh easy um <laughs> But uh, no, absolutely. And, and like you were talking earlier about players going on holiday, the other thing that's been brought up quite a lot recently, which we haven't heard spoke about much, is financial fair play. And this new UEFA rule of you can only spend 90% of your revenue, a higher league position ups that revenue means we've got more money to spend. Um, so, you know, I don't know what the difference in prize money is between 14th and 11th, but I tell you, it's probably worth it and it's yeah. worth going for. Um and also, I think there's a statement to be made. You know, everyone wrote us off in December. Um, everybody was like, well, Newcastle are dead and buried. No one's going to save them. Uh, and and look at where now, looking sitting in 14th with the potential, like you say, top half finish. Um, I don't particularly want a top half finish because that then means that Eddie Howe's got to try <laughs> and better that next season. And I think the way we're going to build, it might be next season top half, then build on top of that and go bit higher, bit higher. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, it, it's a great incentive for the lads to be like, look, we can get 11th here. What a statement does that make to the rest of the league to say we're back and we're, you know, this is the start of something huge. Um, and you look at those... No, that team has done it either. Um, no. from, from the position that we were in, um, no winning 14, I think it was. At the start mm. season. Not, uh, not a single Premier League team has managed to survive on the back of that. And and if anyone would survive any you know anywhere close to that, you'd be looking at them finishing in seventeenth and just yeah. sneaking out that relegation. Zone. Yeah, we've stormed out of it, and we've overtook a lot of teams who, you know, you look at their their squads and you think you know they're not they're not bad 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 teams. They're just not gelling. 
Everton, Leeds, and Villa. They've got some players that I would have for Newcastle tomorrow. You know, yeah. so it's it's nice to see. And and even with Palace, Southampton, you look at their players. Yeah, I mean, I think we've got better players in certain parts of the field than than any of those teams. And obviously, they've got some in in some other areas. So higher league position for us just means we can strengthen on those areas. And next season, come at them swinging. I mean, like Eddie Howe is just, and that's like. He's done a ridiculously good job. Like nobody, like I'm, I've have been fairly optimistic about staying up, etc. But like nobody could have predicted how this season could have turned out. Like it's absolutely crazy what he's done. It is crazy. And like yes, we spent money, but everybody spends money. That's just the way the, the world works. You know, a lot of teams they spent that money at the start of the season. We just happened to spend it halfway through. And it's just like at the end of this season, it would be really interesting if, you know, the, the club are doing a lot more media and a lot, you know, putting a lot more stuff out on social media and putting a lot more content on, on NUFC TV, whether they do like a sit down with Eddie Howe of like where he has the ability to reflect on the season because like surely even he, as confident as he came across from, you know, when he first came in and he did all these interviews and he, he he was talking about the players who we already have and how he wants to improve them and he gave them all dossiers on where they where they play well and what they do well and what they can improve. And it would be really, really fascinating to hear, like, honestly, what he, how he reflects on this season because I've never seen anything like it. It's absolutely ridiculous yeah. what this man's done. And I'm was, so excited uh, for next season. There mm. was something on Twitter today as well that if the season had started the day Eddie Howe took over, we'd be sitting in seventh, mm. given all the other results, and then <clears> wiping <throat> off obviously what what came beforehand. We'll be in seventh place, and then obviously the other one is from January. We're in second. Yeah, so, yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's, so it's, Scott, it really is give, give us your match prediction, mate. What what scoreline are you going for? So, like I said earlier, I don't think it'll be very high scoring. Palace don't score many away, um, and I'm hoping they don't score any away tomorrow. And I'm going for a one nil, a one nil win. I think we'll score early. Go on, Scott. Maybe he's in the thirtieth minute, thirty thirty fifth minute. They seem to concede around that time. It's like <laughs> they, they really kind of drop off a bit, and then they pick it up Jesus. near the end. But yeah, I'm reckoning. 30, 35 minutes, we'll get a goal. 30, 35. Can you be a bit more specific, Scott? I don't like this 30, 30 35. 32 minutes and 40 30. seconds. Okay, okay. <laughs> and what colour boots well. are going to score the goal, mate? You might as well oh, throw that one in. God. Yeah, man. I don't know what colour boots Joel Linton scores, but he's well due, so uh, yeah, we'll give it man. to him. Uh, Brilliant. Ian, Brilliant. coming across you, mate, give us your prediction. Uh, I've got to give you two. So, obviously, because I was last preview was in the Ben's bedroom, not... Not my bedroom. Yeah, so if people haven't watched the last one, uh, Ian was in his bedroom. This isn't his bedroom where he is right now. <laughs> is um, he in the, are, you in the, are you back in the caravan? Back in the caravan. Green screen. I'm just, I'm not even going to say anything anymore. You're really upset. Though, should I tell you what there is? There was a, I was looking at the comments. There was a really nice comment. I can't remember who, who it was, but he went, if someone wants to sleep with a teddy bear, then let them. There's nothing wrong with that. But what a nice chap. Aww. Regardless, I don't sleep with teddy bears. But uh, I, the, the little in I've got, I've got him this week, and he's been going Bruno mad uh, in the garden, trying to trying to do his celebrations, taking five minutes to get his top off with his headers. But uh, he reckons it's going to be three one, and he reckons Bruno's going to score in the last second again. Um, and, Bruno, um... <laughs> Bruno, Bruno, Bruno. <laughs> 
Um, I'm going to go more conservative, and I'm going to try and. I, I don't know if it's just a bit of it was a bit of a coincidence, but me and Scott both said two one. Um, we thought we'd sneak a two one against Leicester, so I'm going to stick with Scott's prediction. I, I genuinely think one nil as well. I think it'll be low scoring, um, but again, another well drilled defensive display. Um, and I'm going to go with. I said this last time he, he had an absolute nightmare. I'm going to go with Saint Maximum because he's due a goal. He's, yeah. he, but again, I thought he was very, very poor against Leicester. So yeah, nothing, a, nothing to base that on. He had an absolute stinker, a real stinker. Like, like but the good thing he still, he still wanted to get involved, which yeah. is what you were saying on you Monday. Saw, you saw the best and the worst of seeing that game. I yeah, think. he doesn't. I hide just, you I now. just feel he was, he was trying a bit too hard. Yeah, to like if, if something didn't come off. Um, but no, I, I'm hoping as much as. He, he does frustrate us, and I'm not a not his biggest fan at the minute. I, I do hope he turns it around because you, you can see the the class that he does have. He just mm. needs to do it more consistently. But uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going one nil. Do you think there'll be any changes? Do you think, given that the games are coming quite quickly after yeah, each other, I don't. I don't think you'll see any changes unless the force changes until we have that guaranteed safety. And yeah. that's when you might see a few changes. Like you said, Dwight Gale, if, if we get three points against Palace, I wouldn't be shocked to see Dwight Gale up against Norwich in the following yeah. game. I wouldn't he's got, be he's shocked got previous against Norwich as well. So. Yeah, I really wouldn't be shocked because Chris would have started every single game since he yeah. came in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I, that is right, isn't it? I don't think he's, he's been missing out of that team. No, he's, he's, no, he's played every game. Yeah. Yeah. And he's done well. Maybe it's about time to give him a bit of a break. Let him get his feet up. Obviously, he's been around all over the world as well, um, scoring for New Zealand international duty. If we get three points against Palace, then, then give give him a bit of a break. Bring Dwight Gale in into that striking lineup. Um, mm. My prediction, I'm going to be quite reserved on this one. I'm going to say the same prediction as what I said against Leicester. I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. And once again, I, I think you take it now and and mm. I, I feel as if I say this on every match prediction but if you're getting any sort of point against teams in, in decent form in regards to, to how well they've performed overall in the season I know Palace have, have started to drop down the league but they've the, the been a decent team throughout Patrick Vieira his name's even coming up for manager of the season nominations as well so I, I take a 1-1 draw all day long but there's something inside of us that, that thinks don't be surprised if you nick it again. Yeah, we're in a bit of a there. in a bit of a groove, aren't we? You know, you've got the quality that you've got players that it's look how quick that happened against Leicester. It's yeah, Leicester on the attack, then just a, a flick of a switch, and we are on the attack and and score that goal, and that can happen at any point throughout the game with the quality of the players that we have and the confidence that the players have. Yeah. So, uh, honestly, I, I'd be shocked if we we are on the end of a defeat. I would be shocked. Yeah. But any other result, you take it. I think just going back to the previews that we did just before we had the, the three home games in a row, I think pretty much everyone was saying that the hoped other would have expected for about four points out of the three home games. And to get six from, obviously, six from six points, it would feel <clears throat> almost anticlimactic. If if you didn't do the three, that was a big word, wasn't it, for someone from Wall's End? That was a uh, no, great word. No idea what it means, Roger, but it sounded good. Um, um, it basically encapsulates my 
teenage years sexual experiences. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Didn't know where you were going with that, but uh... yep. Um, but yeah, it would be, be a bit of an anti-climax if, if you didn't get another win. Um, and I think, again, the crowd will play the part. You, you said there yourself, Chris, we, we do have good quality players um, and the confidence that they're, they're exuding. There's another big word for you. Wow. Um, I know. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, Who swallowed a dictionary? Stars. <laughs> Stammer on your grammar there. Go on, Bonnie lad. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I think we've got enough to to get the three points. I, I genuinely hope uh, hope that's the case because obviously I'm there tomorrow night, so it'd be great to great to see you win. And if we don't, we'll blame you. Exactly. Yeah. And speaking of a uh, good uh, good grammar, looking at my list here, our last games are City Osburn, City Osburn. <laughs> So there you go, a little bit of City Arse Burn for you. On that note, I think we'll wrap it up <laughs> on the City Arse Burn. Um, thanks, boys. Been a pleasure. Uh, fingers crossed we can make it six. I think Eddie Howe deserves it. Get him to that six. Get mathematically safety. I'm not sure what we can do in this game, but who cares? It's, it's just, I think we're safe now. Points. I honestly think yeah. we're safe uh, now. But it's are, more points on the board. We are absolutely safe. Don't even let any negative thoughts enter your mind. We're absolutely safe. And yeah, stay tuned for extra time this week. Back with a bang. Oh, we're back Ooh. this week, are we? We're back we'll this back. week. We'll be back this week. Aye, we'll when this when week. we're doing that Friday. <laughs> Ian doesn't even know. <laughs> we're yeah, back this week. <laughs> I'll text you a Thursday at six o'clock and it's tell you what track is. <laughs> but congratulations to Scott, who won the last Hall of Fame a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was uh, it was April Fools, which seems like nineteen days ago, um, and uh, he won with joking his entire existence at Newcastle United. So, uh, well done, Scott. I don't actually think I've won anything in the Hall of Fame yet. Possibly, you, you did you not joint win with uh, local lads with me? Yeah, that's not a win though. That is not a win. That Jack is rubbing, not a win. Rubbing shoulders with me is is a win. That is definitely. I'll take yeah. Win. I'll take rubbing shoulders with you, but that's, that's not true. a win. As long as that's all you, Robin. But yeah, you can say most like these three on extra time. Um, most likely it'll be Friday this week, Roger. I'm, I'm guessing. Probably I. We'll, we'll see find I out. You will see things on on social media on on the Gallagher Shots Twitter and Roger's Twitter of any announcement for extra time, which is a live show as well, so you can interact in the comments with everyone. Li- is this live or not? This is not live, mate. Oh, it's recorded, is it? I wondered why there was any comments. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Do you think you want extra time again? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. See you later. Oh, you. Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.